I'm Kyle Mylan, and after 20 years in manufacturing, nobody knows more than me about industrial marketing and technical sales. This isn't a robbery. Hands in the sky if you got a dream. Learn nothing was blocking me. I was the problem, the only one stopping me. I didn't like it, I had to refocus. Now I'm devoted, I know where I'm going. Controlling emotions, I'm owning the moment. In order to get it, see, you gotta want it. This type of Have you been struggling with your solution-based sales or focusing on direct sales with potential customers. On this episode, I'm going to do a little bit of a twist and teach you exactly how to sell that solution better, faster, and more effective. The mindset that you have to have, the, the, the typical way that people are doing it and the way that people have been doing it for years is like, look, I've got these services. My company does X, Y, and Z. I can do these things for you. Um, here's our capabilities. Here's my line card. Here's my spec sheet. And it's basically like, do you want to buy from me? I mean, you guys probably see it on LinkedIn all the time. You connect with somebody, then you get a message. Hey, here's what we do. You want to buy? That stuff just does not work. And you guys need to stop doing it. There's a there's a large group of people that have stopped doing it, but still probably a majority of people still think that it's just as simple as, you know, you walk in to a company and you're doing your pitch and you're just doing that show up and throw up of here's all my information. Here's what I could do for you. Will you buy from me? You have to change that mindset. The mindset has to shift from a standpoint of you're not in there to just push your product, push your services and your capabilities, your tech. You have to look for the problem that they have and then solve it with your solution, but customize it to where it makes the person actually feel like you're trying to help them. So an example would be something like, like we're an industrial marketing agency. When we talk to people, I can just be like, look, this is what we do X, Y, and Z. You know, We can help you guys out. I know we can. So let's talk about pricing. Um, people get turned off by that. It just doesn't work. It has to come from a valuable standpoint. You have to try and provide as much value as possible. Listen, ask questions, and understand it before you can say, this is what we do. So what is the end goal? The end goal that you're looking for is a signed contract, right? You're trying to bring in that customer. You're trying to solve their problem, get them to sign the contract. But how do you go about doing it? So if you go into it with the mentality they're like, look, I'm trying to close a deal. I'm trying to boost my numbers up. Um, I'm, I'm just looking to close the deal and get the revenue and get my commission and add another customer. That can come off. It may not come off like right away out of your mouth, but subconsciously you're just setting off this vibe. Like you don't really give two shits what they do. You're just trying to close them as a customer so you can move on. And you may not think that it comes off, but it does. People can read body language. They can read tone. The, like your approach has to be, from the standpoint of you're trying to help them, right? So if your end goal is solve their problem, then everything leading up to it has to be from that standpoint of I'm trying to create a solution to your problem and solve it with you together as a partner instead of this approach of like, dude, I like my company does everything so good. I know that we can solve your problem. So let us just do it. And then skipping all the steps, steps in between. So if your end goal is to close them as a customer, let's work backwards and talk about how are we going to get there and what steps are you going to take to get there? And if you're struggling with this, what things can you change today to make it more effective for you to get there? So the approach is going to be different, right? So like, like I said in the beginning, show up and throw up. That's something that I see all the time in technical sales. Salespeople that have a technical background, an engineering background, where they're comfortable is the technical stuff. So they want to go into the meeting, whether you're new or you've been doing this for 20 years, you guys are all the same. 
for the most part. Like you guys all do this. There's a small percentage of people that don't do this, but we've talked, I've talked to hundreds and thousands of salespeople in technical sales and an overwhelming majority of them do this. They just come in and say, here's my presentation, slide one. This is who we are. This is what we do. Here's some slides about our customers. Here's how we solve problems. Here's our, our capabilities, things like that. The whole time, the other people are just sitting there watching the screen, watching the TV, looking through the presentation that you have to them. And they're just not really as focused or committed until they get to the point. And you can tell them, like, if you have any questions, this is not a this is not a lecture. Please feel free to ask questions. Like I did that in my early years. I used to say, please feel free to stop me and ask any questions you guys have as I go through this content. But it's just like the eyes would glaze over and they just be flipping through and it's just like almost on autopilot, right? And you're not really getting engagement from them and they're not going to feel and be receptive to it if you don't start them off from the beginning off the right foot. So one approach can be, I, I hate doing presentations. I think that they're a waste of time. I'd rather talk through a problem. And if you want to show things on the screen, that's great. But I'd rather talk through and work with somebody on the problem to really understand what is the problem they're having, and then customize the solution based on what they're saying. So the approach needs to be something like, hey, look, what are, what are the top three things that you guys are having issues with right now in your supply chain, at your company, with your software, whatever it is that you're selling? Sculpt your questions around what it is that you do, but asking them to give you information because that's what you're looking to do. When people talk to me, if they're the first thing we want to ask is, what are you currently doing? And if they're like, oh, I'm doing all five of these things. And I'll say, what's the one thing that's holding you back from getting to your growth goal that you're trying to do? If they say, I've, I don't know where to go. Okay. Well, I could tell you what we've seen work, right? And we could kind of lead the conversation and say, these are some tactics that we've seen work. But if they say, you know, really what we're trying, what we need help with is our branding on social is our content marketing with articles and videos. Then I'm going to sculpt the conversation, starting with solving that problem with that as the key aspect. So I'm going to start there and say, okay, content marketing, here's how we do it. These are the benefits of doing it. You already know that you need to do it. Let me show you how we do it and the way that we do it differently. Then follow up to that is once we create the content, how are we going to distribute it? I know that you have resources internal that do this on a daily basis, but do they really do it well? Is this their main focus? Is this, is this all that they do? Do they have the resources or the bandwidth to do this every single day? And so this is why we should do this for you. And then I start building out the proposal, building out the solution bigger in their mind to what the simple problem is that they had. So if they're saying like we, you know, our efficiency is down, we need to increase our efficiency because our customers are getting pissed off or our, our operations is running slowly or we've got too many rejects or we've got this new project and we don't have the resources available. Focus on solving that first. That needs to be the approach. Start with that as the main subject of the conversation. And you can sculpt everything else behind it. And you can talk about things that you can add on. I'm not talking about doing like upsells and things like that. But you can talk about once we solve that problem, things that would partner with that or other areas that you might have issues with could be this. Or then ask them, after that problem solved, what's the next thing on your list that's going to become a headache for you? What's what's the top five issues you're having with on a daily basis? What are three things that that pull your attention away from what you're doing or that are hindering your growth in your job or issues that you have. Like you're there to solve a problem, right? That's the only reason why they called you there. They didn't just call you there to say, Hey, look, I've got, you know, $150,000. I just want to spend. So I brought you in to see if you can spend it for me. That's not what it is. They have a problem. You have to focus only originally 
on the solution to that problem. Forget about trying to land them as a whale customer. Forget about trying to offer them everything that you have, but just create the solution in a way that it solves a problem. I know that it sounds so simple, right? And people may be like, dude, I already do that. I already, but I bet you that if I audited you in a meeting, if I was there on a fly on a wall, or if I was sitting there next to you, you would not be doing that because most people don't. Most people are just focusing on, I want to get all my information out because I don't know what the problem is. And maybe they don't have problems that they're telling me. And I want to make sure that they understand that we can solve all their problems. That's not what you're looking to do, right? When you go to somebody to solve a problem, you're looking for them to focus on that first, pay attention and make them understand that you are listening to what they're saying. Be like, Hey, Joe, thanks for taking the time for me to come in here. Whether it's through video or in person, doesn't matter. Thanks for taking the time for us to come in and talk to you about your problem. Ask them the questions. You need to be asking more questions. And this is not the first call. This is not, you know, only on the cold call. This is on meeting number two, meeting number three. Once you get into the root of it, they already qualified you and said, yes, you could probably solve my problem. They've probably already looked you up. So now you're in person. Now you're through video and you're face to face and you're like, what are the top two issues that you're having with whatever it is that you're doing with your supply chain? And then just sit back and listen. Do not try and jump in the conversation. Say, yeah, we do that. Or yeah, we did that for a customer. Just sit back and listen. Let them talk. If anybody gets on a discovery call with us, then usually a majority of the 30 minutes of the discovery call is them talking about their issues, their problems, their current setup, all those things. Then we step in and say, okay, um, I appreciate you sharing that information with you. So We've seen that same issue with these other customers in this other industry or on a daily basis. What you're saying is something that's extremely common. Make them feel like they're not the only person out there that has this problem. Those are the types of things that you should be saying to people and ditch the presentation. You may be saying like, no, my boss, like we got this. I work for a $2 billion a year company. We have to go through the presentation. No, you don't. You don't have to. I mean, if you show your boss that this works, if you can prove that this works, most of the time the bosses are only there for the first couple of weeks that you're on the job. And then maybe randomly they travel with you if you guys are traveling together. But for the most part, it's, it's up to your discretion what you do and don't do. You're looking to partner together. You're looking to come together and solve their problem and make them sleep easier at night. If you're selling to purchasing people, which I know most technical salespeople out there, you hate selling to purchasing people, right? You hate selling to commodity managers because all they care about is price. All they care about at the end of the day is how much money can they, you know, can they save on their supply chain so they can get their bonus and whatever. I know that there's that stereotype out there. I've dealt with those commodity managers and supply chain managers that that's all that they care about. But keep in mind, there can only be one lowest, cheapest company out there, right? Don't chase companies that are looking to pinch pennies and move business based on pinching pennies. But at the end of the day, they have a problem, right? If they say my biggest issue is cost right now. Okay. And I'm looking to reduce my supply chain by 2%. And that total, and then you ask them, well, what does 2% reduction look like? Well, that's $1.6 billion or $1.6 million or $150,000. That's what I'm looking to save. And when you ask those questions, you may not want to do business with those people, Right. Because because then in a year, once you're their supplier, they may just be shopping and be like, hey, I need to reduce another 2%. They come to you and they're looking for a kickback. They want 2% reduction or I'm going to shop the business. You don't want to be in those relationships. Once they start talking, everything opens up and keep them talking. Ask follow-up questions. It's all about them at the end of the day. On that, on that initial conversation, it's all about them. Now, once you develop the solution and you have this proposal and you have the solution in mind, 
then you can start going through a presentation on how you guys are going to specifically solve that problem. And if there's other solutions that you have that complement that, then you need to, uh, to present those too. Ask questions. Do not talk. This is not about you. All salespeople, they want to talk. They want to go in there. They want to show up and throw up and just get to the beef of it. It is not about you. Your approach needs to be that of a listener. Like you have one mouth and two ears for a reason. Everybody always says that. You need to listen and you need to stop just going in there trying to be a bull in a china shop and just throw up your information and then sit back and be like, all right, which one do you like that I threw up there? Which problem you know, solution do we have up there that you like to solve your problem? So let's talk about the, the result. The result of this is going to be a much more dynamic conversation with the potential person. It's going to be a collaborative approach. It's going to be strategic. It's going to be a partnership. It's not going to be you just sitting there spewing information on them and telling them to pick from the list. And people really do, at the end of the day, people just want a partnership. Like that commodity manager wants you or that operations person, they want you to make their job easier at the end of the day. They want to be sure that you've got their back because they're getting pressure from upper management. They want to make sure that you're willing to get into the trenches with them and work through this. They want to make sure that when they come to you with a favor, that you will deliver on that favor and you won't beat them up on price about it. That's what everybody wants at the end of the day, regardless if they're in purchasing or not, right? Like everybody hates those purchasing people. I've been there before because you think all they care about is one thing. And maybe some of them do, maybe a lot of them do. But if you can develop a solution, I bet you that you can increase your price right? Like if you're willing to solve their problem for you, it's got to be worth something. But that's going to be the result is you're forming this partnership, this bond, this collaborative approach, and it's strategic. And you want to make sure that you go into it with that type of mindset. I want to partner with this dude. I want to save them money. I want to save them you know, headaches. I'm looking to solve your problem. You can walk into me and be like, look, the reason why I'm here is to solve your problems and make sure that your bosses are not beating you over the head with these issues every single day and asking you, where's the solution? That's my job is I want to be that buffer between upper management and you, and I'll answer any question that they have, and I will protect you and defend your decisions and your positions if you partner with us. That's the type of language that you need to go after. And if, you, if you're not, most of you aren't, you need to change it now and share this with people that you know that need to hear that the way that you're doing it, dude, just sucks. You may get sales, you may increase revenue, you may get business, you may be the top performer in your area with the approach that you're going down and the way that you've been doing it. But guess what? There's going to come a time when you're not and you're going to wish that you would have implemented these methods and this way of doing it way sooner. So I hope that you guys got some value out of this topic for today's episode. And I hope that you guys can go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, turn on notifications, follow me on LinkedIn. Keep in mind, we come live to you two times a week and we'll answer any questions that you guys have. And until the next one, we will see you guys later. Well, that's it for this episode. If you got value out of it, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with one person you know and if you can, leave me a review because it really helps me out. If you want to check out my other content, go over to YouTube. I've got a channel over there as well as find me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook under my name, Kyle Mylan. I will see you on the next one.